Welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, and a painter review old albums for some reason. <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm Chris. And I'm Caleb. Thanks for listening. Thank and, you again. And today, <laughs> we've got a very special oh. guest. Oh. Uh, she's a writer and cast member for College Humor. Let's give a warm welcome to Carolyn Page. Hey. Yeah. Hey. What's up, guys? <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming. I should also say a good friend of everyone on the podcast. A dear friend. A dear friend. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Our first female guest. (laughs) Really? Yes. Yes. I'm out. (laughs) Later. I am not a trailblazer. (laughs) So, uh, so this week's pick is kind. It's it's your pick, actually. Yeah. You brought the soundtrack. Yeah. Was this a soundtrack that you owned? This was a soundtrack that I owned. It was one of my like mainstay CDs in high school Mm -hmm. until I played it in a friend's car and then I never got the CD back. (laughs) And he was a senior and he graduated and then drove away to college. (laughs) And I never got it back. You got his phone number? Sucked. Um, He was always gay in high school, but then he came out as gay in college and like didn't want to talk to anybody, Uh, which is cool because I was from a very, grew up in a pretty conservative town so yeah. i get that maybe, well, we, maybe we should say what what soundtrack we're doing actually <laughs> i guess <laughs> what have you got for us carolyn what soundtrack we've got the cruel intention soundtrack Ooh. which is meaningful yeah. and iconic 90s Very good. is this 99 99 yeah. quintessential 99 99 this is my senior year oh wow you're a lot older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was saying, what better um, way to reach back out to your friend to be like, hey, sorry, do you have that CD still? I hey, kind of need it. It's Rob, Rob in to? Georgia. <laughs> right <me> in. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you've, like, are you, maybe it's in your mom's place, but. Uh... You were my favorite prom date. Aww. Please come back to me. <laughs> All right, Nick, uh, what do we got to lead off the soundtrack? Let's see. Track one is Placebo with Every You, Every Me. Sucker love is heaven sent you. Pucker up our passion spent. My heart's its heart's, your body's rent. My body's broken, yours is bent. I'm already feeling angsty. I know. This is good. Oh, it's such a great start to yes. the soundtrack. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> this is the movie that made cocaine cool for me. <laughs> you started carrying around a little uh, steel crucifix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I left Jesus and found right. the white God. <laughs> I just watched this movie for the first time a few days ago. Oh, yeah, so really? Yeah, I just missed it in high school. I watched it for the first time last night. How it's was amazing. that for you guys? Wait, what? Yeah. No, I it was amazing. I could confused it with wild things for like years i thought it was the same movie oh but that's like denise richardson yeah, yeah, campbell yeah. No, right. this is a, showing her boobs this is the, <laughs> the, whole, whole time. the remake of the malkovich film uh dangerous liaisons dangerous which liaisons. is actually based on a like a yeah, uh, yeah, 1724 like a, french book right it's been movie. Hev- heavily <laughs> yeah. 24 french movie heavily adapted yeah. <laughs> so i guess I, I, can't, I can't even remember i guess Ryan Phillippe is in the John Malkovich role. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. I oh, have boy. not seen that. I know that it's based off of that, yeah, yeah. but I haven't seen it. I, this is the only real one for me. The only real version of the story. Yeah. Uh, so Placebo is a band that I remember, but I don't remember why I remember them. Because uh, they were huge in the 90s. 
I mean, define huge. <laughs> they were they were a big band in the nineties. I like I don't remember any of their hits. I was like looking into it. I I mean I remember I think I didn't have the soundtrack, but I must have borrowed it from somebody and never gave it back because I remember a lot of these oh songs. Oh my god! Yeah, is it you? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, placebo. Um, I mean, I guess on paper. They're not actually a good band, but if you believe them to be a good band, they are. That's a it's lot the of placebo effect. A lot of people <laughs> think that they're listening <laughs> my to other band. That that Chris is the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just hurt myself in that stretch right there. <laughs> a lot of people are just on drugs listening to nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's no actual reason to come to see If you believe there is. This movie was so cool. Like, seeing it was just so aspirational. Like, they had cars and yeah. sex, and, like, they were so in control, and they wore cool clothes. That one scene that I thought was really ridiculous is when um, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, like, promises Ryan Felipe anal, and he's, oh, like, yeah. he's yeah. like, deal. <laughs> yeah, that's such it's a, absurd. It's so fucked up. It's, As part of the bet. It's so have. uncomfortable, man. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a lot of weird, you know, yeah. step sibling stuff. Oh yeah, I don't remember really. Malkovich saying that. Yeah, <laughs> they took some liberties in, in the movie. He says it all the time. Oh, yeah. IRL. But like, I will say at the beginning, Ryan Philippe, I was like uh, Ryan Philippi, right? That's how you say it. I think Philippi. that's right. Yeah. I've heard it. I've, heard it both ways. I've never met him, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, side note, uh, he is still married to, uh, Reese Witherspoon. No, he's not. No. What? I mean, they, they did get married, but I think they had kids. It's just, They got divorced. I don't know. Maybe they got remarried, but. I think they did get divorced. They have a couple of kids together. They definitely got divorced. I was going to say it was their kids look exactly like them, and it's horrifying. Wow. Isn't that crazy how two people can have kids and they look like their parents? All right. All right. I don't like the turn. This Tough crowd here and tonight. And the mantle of comedian has passed. <laughs> That'll take us into track two. This is Fat Boy Slim with Praise You. I have to song was so huge when that came out. I think that's why I I, I really don't like it. Because I, I, I remember liking Fat Boy Slim quite a bit and then like, I, I bought the album like after the first song came out and then mm-hmm. I think that might have been like the third or fourth single off of there and when that hit and they just played it over and over and it had like the Spike Jones video yeah. and mm-hmm. it was just like so, so ever present that I think it drove me crazy a little bit. Yeah. Whatever happened to Fat Boy Slim? I don't know. I mean, he was originally in a, a new wave band called the House Martins, yeah. and then no, he made that musical with David Byrne. Yeah, Here Lies Love. I I think he does stuff. Like sometimes he does things under Norman Cook. Sometimes I think he kind of left the Fat Boy Slim thing behind because it's a ridiculous name. Right. I think he has some record for like most successful releases under like different pseudonyms. Oh, that's awesome! Like that. Yeah, that's a good. He's a real a good uh, Sonic Chameleon. I would have thought that maybe Snoop Dogg would have that. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what is that? That's all we got. <laughs> there was breakdancing in the music video. I remember when I was a kid, like Fat Boy Slim. There was a big discussion of like, he's actually really skinny. He's not. Fat. 
Oh, Fat yeah. Fat Boy Slim. He's actually skinny. Whoa. So I remember like, you know, Blow fourth grade. <laughs> Those were your like aim chats you were having in like yeah. seventh grade. Well, Victoria's that... B.I.G. Really big. Yeah. So. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Biggie Smalls. Quite big. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. They should have done a collab together. Oh, yeah. That would have actually been really good. That would have been pretty good. It would have been fire. Um, I wish that I had rewatched this movie. I haven't seen before. it since high school either, so... I've I've seen it a few times. I feel like I've seen it six or seven times, maybe, because it's so titillating. How yeah. did you not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to say this. Like, I've been thinking a lot about how there's no normal representations of, like, sibling relationships in media at all. Like, they're all incestuous. Which mm. maybe that's just because it's very difficult for the media to like portray a man and a woman as friends or anything <laughs> other than like we gotta fuck each other. Yeah. We, we reviewed Clueless not that long ago. Yeah, that's a step. These guys are step too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's normal. <laughs> that I get. That one I get. If Pornhub has taught us anything, yeah. it's very pervasive. Tell me how to write a great screenplay. <laughs> if the jeans aren't mine, play ball. That's how the saying goes, right? Yeah, that makes sense. That's my tramp stamp tattoo. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else have we got here. This is uh, track three. This is Blur with Coffee and TV. Here we go. first hearing this song and like not knowing what he was saying like i didn't check the the track title just being like and then you talk a lot to me (laughs) and that's what i thought it was that sounds like uh like it would be like a beach boys song yeah Yeah. Uh, i would like to hear the beach boys cover this album that's actually one of my favorite blur songs which is weird because it's not sung or written by damon alburn Uh it's like the other guy is it Dave Roundtree? Uh, I'm not sure. I only I only have enough room in my brain for one Blur member. <laughs> I, I was looking up the. Uh, you guys know Nardwar. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to bring it up. I yeah. can never look at Blur the same way. What's Nardwar? Oh, the, what's Nardwar? Canadian uh, music journalist that does uh, like deep research on who he's interviewing and does these hilarious interviews where he like gives people presents based on their past. Oh, um, cool. But he does it, he, he's he, in yeah. character as like a... The human serviette! He's like yeah, a super goofball. nerd. And so I think the tension is to, he comes in there looking like a complete idiot and then he like, it's especially good when he's oh, interviewing rappers. Yeah, I've heard of this guy. And then he starts like, and they... He start, they start to realize that he knows everything about their careers and like personal lives. That's awesome. Like his little Wayne one was great. Oh, yeah. Um, like, but... You know a lot about bikes, Carolyn. <laughs> because when you were 11, you fell off one. You're like, how did you Chris did not do his research because I do not know a lot about bikes. I didn't learn how to ride a bike until I was 10. Mm-hmm. So actually, that's, oh, I probably yeah, did fall off a bike been. when I was 11. See? Getting the chased around yet. the neighborhood. <laughs> That's no, that's uh, that's his name, Nardwar. Uh, but he's yeah. like bullied by Blur. Oh, yeah, in like most like uncomfortable. Early... So this was in 2003. It was the drummer from Blur, yeah. Dave Roundtree, who is now a politician. Um, but just watch the video if you haven't seen it. The Blur Nardwar 
interview. Okay. It's it's pretty uh, pretty insane. He's giving Nardwar a really hard time. It's oh, like yeah. being a bully. He's like taking off his glasses. He's taking his interview cards and throwing <laughs> yeah, them across the room. Really it's like ugly. middle school bullying. Why? Like, flicking them in the ear. Like because just getting insane. right up in his face. Because like during the interview, looks like a total nerd. I guess. But this is also like, we should blur. say that this is Blur's like probably reunion tour. These yeah. are like grown men. I, it's really yeah. weird. It's super also, uncomfortable. You're not famous enough to be mean. Like Kanye can like take a shit on whoever he wants, but you can't. Yeah, you're the, not, the you don't have that kind blur. of fame. Drummer from Blur. <laughs> I did some research on it because I was like, what? <laughs> was, was there any follow up on that? Because it's so insane. He and, apologized, right? Yeah, he apologized. Uh, Once he found out that the guy was actually famous himself. Really didn't realize it was going to be on video. <laughs> you know, his apology is kind of lame, but there's one bit where he says, there's no excuse for my bullying, and the reason I did it is perhaps nearly as sordid. As I've written in the past, I became addicted to cocaine during the 90s. Uh, the day after a cocaine binge, I'd sometimes fly into a murderous rage <laughs> and take it out on whoever happened oh to be God. around. <laughs> In oh. this case, it happened to be the journalist. And, I and wish now, that politician. didn't take place in the 90s. And it was like definitely a <laughs> Yeah, later. exactly. That's the, that's well, the crazy part. He that's got insane. addicted. Didn't mean he stopped being addicted. Um, I wish... I wish... I think I'd still be doing more cocaine if that was my reaction. I just get anxious and sad. Like being angry sounds way more fun than that. So, a murderous rage. Murderous that's rage. powerful. Yeah. That's a good place to make art from. It would be fun to plan ahead where you're like, oh, I'm gonna have to like have this confrontation with my landlord tomorrow morning. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know what? This- I fucking dare you! <laughs> the sad part is he said that he keeps that interview on his phone. Oh, no. And anytime he thinks that he's like maybe going to slip back into his old ways, he plays that interview for oh. himself. Oh, wow. That's and beautiful. It, and it like, yeah. rem- he's like, oh, yeah, like I can't. I can't oh, get back awesome. into it. So oh, <laughs> I'm gonna do that with uh, my heart around. and an EKG. I was gonna say next time I like I wanna do a bunch of cocaine. Just be like, oh remember this feeling that you need to go to the hospital? Oh, my God. oh man, well that'll take us into track four. Yeah. This is uh, day one with bedroom dancing. Have a good time. All vibes on that one. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, scenes of Ryan Phillippe looking like he's a member of the Matrix crew just walking. <laughs> yes. It was so, such a good movie. I remember this song, and I like vividly, and I don't remember. It. That's why I must have had the soundtrack at some point. But I I really like it, even though like I think I can admit to myself that it's not that great. I like really kind of like it still. Yeah, it's not the lyrics are like not. They're really bad. But I'm I'm like a sucker for trip hop. Uh, I've I've said this on the podcast before. I think because <laughs> trip hop happened and then went away, and so then you just like didn't hear it for like 15 years, and you hear a song and you're like. Oh, I used to love that song. It's great. And, and I don't know. You can miss it. Yeah. Yeah. They were signed to a Massive Attacks uh, record label. Yeah. It's all, it, I think it was all trip happening hop, in like one neighborhood in England. I think, I think Darden's <laughs> the biggest trip hop fan. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I can't Look at his face. Yeah. He's vibrating. I can roll my eyes any harder. Dude, you're glowing. Yeah. 
Um, I, I would say, as we're kind of getting through these like 97, 98, 99 soundtracks, there's at least one trip hop song that's just like, yeah, to set the vibe of like, okay, oh, yeah. now enter cool character. <laughs> right. Yeah. Song, right. Or yeah. like, go through nightclub. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, if you're unlucky, it's a Luscious Jackson song. If you're lucky, then maybe it's like Massive Attack or Tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> there's so many. The vibes on this album are so intense. Like, there's no filler music. There's no like we're walking down the street and it's we're looking in the store window. It's all just like intense teenage emotion. <laughs> That's kind of why I like the movie, you know, as opposed as much as I like some of the other '90s teen movies that are like happy and fun. This one, like, is its own like dark thing. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, I don't know if there had been one like that before. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah it's very like just it's, its own thing. And the cool. character arc was like a real change yeah. in Ryan Phillippe's character right. as opposed to just like the girl had glasses and wasn't hot and now she doesn't have glasses and she <laughs> is hot. Well, it's not a character arc. The story was, an was like written in uh, like 18th century France for like like middle-aged French people. Yeah. And so they're like actually right. having real emotions. Right. Where I think, if I remember right in this movie, they're like constantly referring to their parents but you never see the parents. You never mm-hmm. really see the parents. They're like you always out of town or something. Christine Bransky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Indomitable. Incredible. <laughs> She's the best. Ageless. Love her. Timeless. Man. American Diamond. She's great. She's That's so good in this. Birdcage shout out. Is that, <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that Selma Blair's mom in this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so, my Selma God. Selma Blair is terrible in this. She's, she's the, I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> like, secret society. Yeah. Yeah. She, that was it's weird. She really was, like, drugged up or, like, much more a character than the other characters. I mean, Sarah Michelle Gellar was kind of a character, but yeah. in a way that you that high school students are when they, like, are posturing so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how about that kiss, though, huh? How about yeah. that Wolf. kiss? Yeah. Hey, Should have uh, known that... I liked the pussy then. <laughs> <laughs> that one, like, the uh, MTV... MTV's best yeah, kiss. Best kiss. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I did mm. think the spit was a little gross. Yeah. I'm not into, like, the, the sloppiness of that. Mm. It's, like, yeah. it's a little mm-hmm. intense. But just, like, being in the park and, like, so innocent, and then it's not innocent. <laughs> I was like, oh, you never kissed? Well, let me show you. No, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, no, put, put your glass down. Yeah, let's go. Um, but yeah. Sarah, I thought Sarah Michelle Gellar played a really good bad guy in this. Like, she's great. And I was like, oh, she's never really played an evil character again. My girlfriend and I were talking about, like, ah, oh, she nailed it as, like, the really insidious, dark, sort of vindictive person. Surprisingly versatile actor. I thought she was great. Yeah. I, I miss her. I mean, I don't know. I, I say I miss her. She's probably doing stuff. That I What's just don't she been watch. up to? I don't living know. But living I, off that Buffy money. I'm a big married I, to Freddie Prince. Dude, I like Buffy quite a bit. Cool. Maybe oh. that's what I was thinking of. Is it her and Freddie Prince Jr. still married? Uh, yeah, I, I think, think so. That's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Not oh oh. Uh, yeah, no. Classic mix. The only celebrity excuses. I know about is Christine Bransky. <laughs> <laughs> Fan page. Uh, guys, I'm just looking at track five and uh, oh, get ready. News. We get have ready. A, <clears throat> a returning band to yeah. the podcast. This is Counting Crows. Oh boy. <laughs> the white man with dreadlocks yeah. is oh. back. He's white? <laughs> yeah. Adam Duritz. Adam I had Duritz. No idea. <laughs> Long Sam. Oh, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> this is Colorblind. I am colorblind. <laughs> Come on, it's good. This is good. This actually is good. 
Try with me. Coffee black and egg white. I mean, we brought up his uh, Tinder profile on the last episode. Yeah, we burned through a lot of our Counting Crows material in the last episode. Uh, please perform it all again for me. I will say that this song is proto-Coldplay like you've never heard before. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I would yeah. always listen to Counting Crows before I listen to Coldplay. Really? Yeah, yeah fuck Coldplay. I, I said it here. It's on the fucking record. <laughs> on the record. You I would agree with that. Thank you. Yeah, I would agree. Thank well, you. One it's of such my a favorite take, things was, you know? uh, was that, that uh, Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> When he brought up, it was him and Beyonce, mm-hmm. and it was like every like I was in a bar, and I think it happened all around the world. Whenever the camera cut away from Beyonce and it showed Chris Martin, everybody started booing. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like who not to perform right next to? It's yeah. like a person that just like, right. the most milk toast motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. and he's trying to like do some yeah. sort of dance, and people are like no. <laughs> um, speaking of counting crows, uh, my buddy. His uh, now wife, uh, her former boyfriend, uh, ha- is a white guy with dreadlocks. Oh. And um, he would sometimes show up at like a bar that we were at, and my buddy would immediately run over to the jukebox and play. <laughs> just like pump $10 worth of Counting Crows in. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And like the third time, he'd, it took him like three times to, to kind of catch oh, on. And he's like, God. why is it always playing Counting Crows? And I walk in. <laughs> but like, he doesn't look a lot like him, but he looks close enough that you're like, ah, this is about me. That's <laughs> wild. That's, that's wild. That's a pretty very good subtle, burn. Very subtle burn. Damn. It's a slow simmer that worked over the course of weeks. Damn. Uh, yeah, so that Counting Crows song is a little... I, you guys like it? I was really big into the Counting Crows, the August and Everything After, or whatever album, when I was like in middle school. Or, mm-hmm. And by the time 99 rolled around... I was not having it. But I guess, you know, the voice is still nostalgic. I like it. This is one of those songs that I can't tell if I like it or not, just because it's so deeply embedded in so many memories and, like, a time period. It's like a smell. Well, maybe this will help one more time. Like, you just heard this when your friend's car was driving away to college. You're like, no! My CD! <laughs> leaning out a window, thinking about your CD, the jewel case. See your friend flipping you on for the no, drive away. I had the jewel case. That's the worst oh, part. Oh, should have brought the jewel case. This is that scene where uh, it's like going up the escalator. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. That's... Where was that escalator? That was in like the mall where his mom had a, or the, no, where uh, his therapist was. Yeah, that office. Tara Reed's mom. Yeah. Tara Reid's mom. Yeah, yeah. Tara is she Reed's dead? <laughs> Tara uh, oh, Reed? Brittany Murphy. Oh, Brittany Murphy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I always get them confused and I forget which one is dead. Wow, oh, Brittany Murphy was supremely talented yeah. versus Tara yeah. Reid, don't you think? I don't know. <laughs> as, as I said before, <laughs> yeah. Christine or Bust. <laughs> Tara, uh, Tara Reid makes Lindsay Lohan look like, uh, I don't know. Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. That'll okay. take us into track six. <laughs> this is uh, Kristen Berry with Ordinary Life. I actually really like this 
song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really good. It's kind of like Mazzy Starish. She was uh, out of Seattle. She was like part of that. Oh, cool. Mid '90s grunge thing. Cool. Yeah. Oozing bass in the back. Yeah, really. just, yeah maybe mix that bass down a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> I like the vibes on that track. I'm like, gonna yeah. go listen to this uh, this yeah. group. Yeah, Kristen yeah. Berry. Kristen Berry. Yeah. Kristen Berry, my favorite current artist. Yeah. <laughs> I would. That's what. Like looking back through these, um, this this track list, being like, who? Where are all these people? And then it slowly comes back, some of them, and you're like, oh, Pussy Bone Blur, like, I know them. And then someone like, maybe this, I wonder, I'm going to track them down. Some of Listen them are to my hard spin-off podcast, yeah. tracking down the Ooh. track list. Ooh. Apparently track list she's tracking. like a uh, psychologist now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I found that today. Like, oh, cool. But it was kind of hard to find because yeah, there's, there's, awesome. there's a lot of people with that some name. Some thin Wikipedias in this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's such a beautiful arc, like, writing... This like I mean that was a right. gorgeous song. This beautiful, super soulful music, and then helping people's actual souls. Right. It's nice. You like think that. you think she'd be like, um, I'm gonna recommend um, you listen to my new EP. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of deals with you know uh, boyfriend girlfriend issues right. like you've discussed. Like, uh, my father just died. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless self promotion after like the music industry went to shit. <laughs> Um, here's my bass solo. I'm gonna play for you real quick. <laughs> just, uh, just don't talk. Be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just stop crying? Yeah. That'd be great. Thank you. Book an appointment now with uh, Kristen Berry, wherever she is. <laughs> Probably Seattle. <laughs> Back in Seattle. That's good. That's good therapist weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like oh, oh yeah. I'm sad today, but go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Got seasonal affective disorder all year round. You really only have two choices. Either you go into the music industry, you become like a psychologist. Yes. I, lo- I love your impression of a depressed person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What am I going to do today? Oh, they're <laughs> eating today. <laughs> I'm, I just want to say, like, I'm not making I'm depression no. or <laughs> any Clearly you know, record, yeah. struggles people are going through. It's very, very big of you to say that. That's yeah, thank big. you. I've ex- I've have some experience with anxiety as my own. Yes, it was self induced from cocaine use, but. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got? We uh, blah, 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 blah. track seven. This is Marcy Playground with <laughs> coming up from behind. You. <laughs> Can you turn the bass down? <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> Sometimes when I hear Sex and Candy, I'm like, maybe I should go back and <laughs> listen to Marcy Playground. I, I, don't, I don't know if I need to. That's pretty, oh. that's pretty sludgy. Mm, it's pretty swamp sludgy. A strong disagree. Yeah. Okay, Marcy more, Playground. I've got some like, hot tracks. No, no, I, I don't know anything oh, except like this and sex and, and sex and Candy. Um... But I feel like every song on this album gets better and better. Like, these are bangers. Yeah. It's so good. It's snowballing. It's snowballing. I can't wait to get all the way through. Yeah. This was post-Sex and Candy, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Sex um, and Candy was like... they. I don't think they were even a thing before Sex and Candy. I don't think that, was ever, that was their out, big hey? breakout hit. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember seeing that on MTV and just being yeah. like... Can they put this on television? Like, <laughs> they're saying the word sex on TV. Can they do that? <laughs> I bought that CD of theirs at a uh, Blockbuster Music. Nice. Oh, wow. Blockbuster wow. Music? Yeah. What's that? I don't, I don't know. 
So think of Netflix. Some chain stores and uh, <laughs> forgotten chain store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Good, good on Blockbuster for just never seeing shit coming. You know? <laughs> 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 they like, instantly lost everything on the CD market when they opened like 90 blockbuster yeah, or whatever insane. and then they were like you know what that'll never happen to videos <laughs> right right guys <laughs> blu-rays all right we'll invest in blu-rays <laughs> i think i paid 20 bucks for that cd which is still just blows my mind that was to the blu-rays. height of the cd market i don't remember the last cd that i bought couldn't tell you how do musicians oh, man, make question. money now I, they don't we podcast, don't. I guess. Podcast. Start a podcast. Yeah. Start friends. a podcast and tour, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sell t-shirts. Touring. I don't know. Merch. Which it's hard to do a podcast and tour, right? Yeah. I mean, if anyone's out there that's a musician is making money, please write in. Find us on Yelp. Yeah. Write in. Yes. Donate to our PayPal yeah. <laughs> or Patreon or Patreon. PayPal. Instead of a Patreon, uh, we're doing a PayPal. <laughs> you can just Venmo me yeah. at Carolyn Page. Let's just set up a registry for our podcast. <laughs> Donate what you want. It's the honeymoon fund. <laughs> we're going to Morocco. We really want that bungalow. It's the best acoustics. <laughs> what have we got? This is track eight. This is Skunk and Nancy with yeah. Secretly. I'm excited about this song. This one loses me. Yeah. (laughs) Deborah Skin Dyer, uh, lead vocalist, guitarist, and thereminist, uh, has described Skunk and Nancy's music as uh, clit rock. Awesome. Which is an amalgam of heavy metal and black feminist rage. (laughs) Sick. So there you have uh, that. So cool. Anansi. Uh, is mm. the uh, I believe it's the Ghana Ghanese, mm. uh, but it's, it's like a spider, mm-hmm. like a shape shifting spider mm-hmm. of folklore in West Africa oh. and like Caribbean countries, and that's mm. what they. I was like, is that the Anansi they're talking about? It is. And he's a like, trickster god. Yeah, he's the trickster mm-hmm. god and like mm-hmm. god of like storytelling or something like mm-hmm. that. There's a lot of actually, if you want to check out some cool uh, African folklore, there's yes. a lot of Anansi stories that you can find. Streaming for free, like read by I think they're for children, but they're really cool, like <laughs> fables. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they're awesome. He, That's that, cool. There was like a kid cassette tape I had uh, that had a song about Anansi. Mm-hmm. He's a spider. He's mm-hmm. also a man. He's mm-hmm. a crazy one. Do a little as he can. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that, was the, that was the rhyme. Nothing's worse than when uh, you get a prank played on you by a giant spider. <laughs> Well, he was kind of, he was like a a god spider. So sometimes he was kind of a god and sometimes kind of a spider. But he also stole, he was like uh, one of those gods who stole from the gods and like gave to humans. Mm. Pretty helpful guy, depending. Mm. But then also play a trick on you. Yeah. I think it's like in some cultures, the the trickster is like a fox. You're like, oh, Mm -hmm. cute little like fox. He's like, oh, what are you doing? No, there's a big spider. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to trust this guy. Some about this sometimes spider. it's good, sometimes yeah. it's bad. <laughs> and then in America, the trickster god is Han Solo. Oh. Mm. And he's just a 
human? I don't know where Planet Han Solo is from. I don't think any of them. I want to know more about this band. They (laughs) (laughs) skunk. They had skunk. Their first uh, controversial uh, song was "Selling Jesus," or no, their second. That's such a following 90s their first radio controversy. Re- <laughs> their yeah. first radio release was "Little Baby Swastika" oh. with, 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 three K, with three Ks in the title. Nice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I want <laughs> to listen to that song, but I want someone else to listen to that song first and tell me if I should listen to that song. Yeah. Cue it up, Nick. <laughs> uh, we don't want to get sued. Yeah. All right. Are we on track nine? We, we are arriving. We're just pulling into track nine. <laughs> <laughs> we there yet? This is uh, Craig Armstrong and Elizabeth Fraser with this love. It's a sad one. There's a lot of bands in Bushwick that sound like this right now. (laughs) Just gonna say, really, for sure. (laughs) This is a guy that's a big influence. Who like did a lot of the score for Romeo and Juliet and like Baz Luhrmann films. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's his name? I think he's Craig Armstrong. Yeah, Yeah, he's like OBE. He's He's a a, Scottish producer. Like a Knight Mm -hmm. of the Realm or whatever OBE stands for. He's got got a. He's got a Grammy or two. Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. Like him really? and so I, yeah. I, assume, He's done a lot I assume he yeah. probably did a lot of score for the film, and this is kind of like the the most song like part. And they so paired him up with like a singer and yeah. like have fun, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy about it, but it probably works. Well I love on the that film. track. What? It's amazing. <laughs> do you? Know, what do you guys think? <laughs> I think it's, Am I on my own on this one? No. This one was always skippable to me. Okay. Yeah. I just felt like. Mm. But I do think it captures mm. the vibe of the movie more than any other song. Like, oh no! The no, thesis no, no. song of the movie okay. is "Colorblind." Right. Go back and play. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Watch it again. Every song From is now top. colorblind. <laughs> I don't even remember where in the movie this song came in. It's a spoiler, so I can't divulge. I think anything that came out more than a year ago, the spoiler spoilers don't <laughs> apply. I get so fucking pissed off when people are like spoilers. I'm like, they came out five years ago. Well, right, you're talking about Lost or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Still somehow. If you gave, if you cared so much, just like pay attention, <laughs> watch it, yeah. read it. I'm sad about spoilers anymore. I was, just, <laughs> I was actually unsure about which part in the movie it was at, so I was just gonna make up. This. Sorry, I did a ton of cocaine last night, so I'm super angry. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you're in a murderous in rage right now. <laughs> oh man. Well. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig Armstrong. <laughs> Love Craig Armstrong. He's got a great over the break. Can we find out what OBE stands for? Caleb, our best. Uh, yeah, English. I don't know what it is. Order of British Excellence, oh. maybe. Order of British. British. <laughs> well, we'll find it out over the break. Yeah, yeah. It actually is time for the break, isn't it, Nick? Order of the British Empire. Oh, there we oh. go. Oh, re-break. That makes Reveal. more sense. <laughs> I forgot that they had an empire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my we brain was it. like simultaneously trying to think of something funny and trying to think of what it actually was, and it just didn't do anything. <laughs> the photo that's associated with that definition is this guy holding up like a little metal leg. <laughs> <laughs> think, I've got it. I've got it, and you don't. And the are they? <laughs> 
In the U.S., the greatest honor you can get is the Presidential Award of Physical Fitness, right? <laughs> physical fitness. The more you know. I think it's the blue check mark. <laughs> it's, oh. the tw- it's getting verified on Twitter. It's good. Oh, yeah. Nice. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. Oh, nice. Instagram verifies. Oh yeah. Oh. Cool. Oh yeah. I did oh, an yeah. Instagram purge over the weekend. Ooh. Nice. This is my I, favorite thing to do. Ethan oh, Hawk. I'd never done it before. Ethan Hawk. It was amazing. How many people did you lose? <laughs> I lost about 400 people. Oh, oh yeah. That you were following. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It was amazing. How many people are you following now, would you say? Um, <laughs> I think I'm following like 389 Solid. or maybe 489. It was my big time. Final, That's final big time. count. Yeah. What's Feels your, really good. What's your Instagram handle? For listeners out there, Jacuzzi Tubs. Yeah. Which Jacuzzi Tubs with two B's, and also Jacuzzi's kind of hard to spell. So. Good luck, uh, listeners. Car- <laughs> Carolyn Page, which is also not spelled Caroline. L Y N and Page like a book page. Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. Amazing. But I do identify with clit rock, so oh, yeah. <laughs> now I can have an identity, finally. A little, a little clit rock in all of us, I think. <laughs> Caleb, you got a game for us when we come back? Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but there might be a game. Ooh. 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 All right, let's take a break and come back. Bye. 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 <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Tracklisting Podcast. Uh, Please like and subscribe and make sure to rate and review on iTunes. That's important. Spotify, you can also find us there. Caleb? Uh, We really appreciate it. And also, we're on social media if you want to find us on Twitter. That is at TracklistingPod. And I think you can find us on Instagram. Instagram is TracklistingPodcast. And I think we actually might have an old-fashioned website. Oh, (laughs) TracklistingPodcast.com. And uh, no Facebook. (laughs) No. Facebook allowed. Sorry, Mark. Too old. You ruined our democracy! (laughs) Thanks for listening. We love y'all. We are back with more Cruel Intentions. And Carolyn Page. Hey! Welcome back, Carolyn. Hey, thank you. Caleb has a... uh, A little bit of a... A little bit of business before we get back to the Cruel Intentions soundtrack. It's a a game that we're calling Sample Sale. So I I quiz you guys a lot on uh, obscure covers and unsuccessful covers. Uh, but today we're going to be delving into the world of hip-hop and sampling. Okay. Um, so I'm already scared. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know that these two dummies aren't going to know any of these answers. They can, they can guess them. But I'm, I'm a little worried that you might know some of these songs. So if you... We'll see. If anybody actually knows, like, wait until the other two deliberate. But uh, leading off, so... This is uh, round one. We're supposed to guess what yeah, they so sample? This will be pretty straightforward. Oh, okay, okay. So, Tylib Kweli and Z-Trip, they had a mixtape called Attack the Block in 2012. Know it. And there was a track no, just kidding. on that album, and uh, it had a little, an interesting sample that you might recognize. And the question that I'm asking you is whether they sampled Karma Police by Radiohead, mm-hmm. Losing My Religion by R.E.M., Mm-hmm. Or with or without you, by you too. Mm. You guys want to step outside for a second? Yeah, let's step outside for a second. Okay. All right, is he gone? Yeah, he's not listening to the door, is he? Okay. Um, So it was Talib Kweli and who? I don't know. Z Trip. Z Trip. Oh, he can hear us through the door. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, was... So Karma Police. Hey, Caleb, what are the... <laughs> I thought we were going to hear the song. No, no, no. We hear the song as the answer. Oh, oh So okay, it's Losing My Religion. Right. Uh, Karma Police. Karma Police. Or With or Without You. With or Without You. Um... I want to say Karma Police because that's the best of those three songs. Okay, but with or without you seems the most sampleable. I think I might say with or without you. Really? Okay. I'm I'm gonna gonna say we, karma we don't have police. to say the same to, answer. You don't have to agree. You're gonna go well, with Karma Police. Yeah. Okay. Maybe losing my religion. I don't know. It's all. I mean. We want to so do an even win. spread here. I think Chris is gonna pick all three. <laughs> I pick all three. I'm <laughs> just thinking like. Talib, He's very good at this quality. game. I'm gonna stick with uh, with or without you because I feel like um, that makes sense to me. Let's go back in. Okay, yeah, let's go back inside. Hey, Caleb. Huh? Alex, oh. you're back. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, Alex. Sorry. Oh man, get well soon, Alex. Well, I right. heard he was a uh, said some uncool stuff actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, Google it. Uh, I haven't, but you should. <laughs> Wait, is the uncool stuff just him being like, mmm, no, sorry. <laughs> mm, Ooh, should have known that one. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, All right, so, can't accept that. So final answer, Carolyn is saying, karma police. Yeah. Chris and I are saying, with, with or without. without. Although I'm not sure now, because I don't know if they'd let them sample it. Whatever. Right. Well, let's, yeah. let's, let's Roll answer. the dice. Okay, let's see. Let's get a... There it is. Ah, nobody got it. That's losing my religion. Yeah. Ah. That's a cool sample, actually. Nice mandolin sample there. Yeah. <laughs> we all lost. Yeah. It's not the part of the song. It's one for the vocals. Okay. God. Wow. The song's, wow. the song's called The Corner, so I couldn't give you the song title. That would have been a little bit of a giveaway. Uh, nice sample, Talib. All right. <laughs> Get back to news. He, he did a real deep dive to find oh, that yeah. song. Not, not often sampled. <laughs> I know. All right. Uh, good start. Good start. <laughs> we should listen to the major version of Losing My Religion. So uh, now we're going back to the year 2011. Another mixtape, uh, Iggy Azalea. I don't know how... If we have any Iggy Azalea fans. Yeah, kind of. Yeah! Yep. <laughs> she so. lost her mind for a little bit there. <laughs> a little bit. She went after... Um, uh, Azalea Banks. Or Azalea right? Banks went after her. And yeah, well, a crazy Azalea Banks is, is legitimately crazy. Yeah, Azalea Banks lost her mind as well. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was crazy. <laughs> it was Music 2011. It was a crazy time. <laughs> We've never had a crazier time in this country. <laughs> The, right. the freestyle of Iggy Azalea is pretty great when she's like, Raptor, Badger, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like just, she's, not, she's not saying words. Raptor, <laughs> Badger? Look up. I love that. Iggy Azalea freestyle. Yeah. Triceratops, like, hip hops, high tops, pop, pop. <laughs> like that is uh, 20% better. That's better. All right, so there's a track on here with a little bit of a familiar sample. And so my question to you is whether she sampled Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. <laughs> damn it. Topical. God damn it. <laughs> Crash by Dave Matthews Band. Mm-hmm. Or Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Mm. All, all favorites of mine. All okay. middle school slow dance songs. <laughs> so let's let's have a discussion. Yeah, should we go to Okay. Yeah. okay. Right. So we got Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Mr. Robinson um, by the Lemonheads, maybe. <laughs> Mr. Jones yes. by Counting Crows. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I just want to. And then like, what was the third one? Dave Matthews Band with Crash. Ooh, I'm gonna say it wasn't Dave Matthews Band, just because I feel like she was probably trying to disassociate herself from like mm-hmm. in deep like ethnically European culture. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a through line here, uh, losing my religion has that mandolin part, yeah. and the Goo Goo Dolls song Ooh. has a mandolin part that's Virus. like the hooky. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, don't know want, if there's a theme here, but this could be the mandolin trap okay. that we're falling into. I don't so. want the world to see me. Uh, I, I don't think that they understand. Yeah. Is that like, do you think Iggy identifies with that? That the world doesn't understand her? Yeah. I'm going to go with yeah. uh, Mr. Jones because it sounds like she could be talking to a Mr. Jones. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Mr. Jones. Okay. That one feels right. All right, I'm going to go Iris on this. All right, let's hear the answer. Okay. Oh, hey, what's up, Rebecca? Hey, oh, hey. <laughs> well, Caleb up, came Caleb? out of nowhere. Long time. <laughs> oh, oh, we're all wrong. <laughs> I guess I was wrong about Igloo Australia. As featured on the Ladybird soundtrack, Trash Into Me. Oh, boy. <laughs> Australian. Yeah. <laughs> Australian. Do you guys like Dave Matthews? Because I do. I'm from Colorado, so you have to like Dave Matthews down there. I used to travel around to see Dave shows. Uh, nice. That's awesome. There was a point in time, I think. Um, you always know, have a soft spot in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of my first CDs I bought. Sure. sure. Under Crash. the Table. Oh, Crash. Crash. Yeah, the album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Album. I remember mm. we had a babysitter growing up who was just like, "You gotta hear this music." He was like, "His guitar playing's amazing. Yeah. This guy's gonna change your life." Yeah. And for a little bit, he did. Yeah. Put this CD on and light a candle, and you'll see your whole future. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Red Rocks. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I've seen. I saw Ryan Adams, R.I.P., and Lucinda <laughs> yeah. Williams at Red Rocks, and I actually I went for Ryan Adams. Yeah. This was years ago, obviously, because yeah. now fucking. He's canceled. But I saw, I didn't know who Lucinda Williams was, and I was super high. And the moon was coming up over her as she was performing in Red Rocks, and I was like, this is That's fucking awesome. great. It was so good. I also saw Jack Johnson at Red Rocks. Nice. Yeah. Still waiting to hear what he's done that's terrible. We'll, we'll find out. He's a Stay tuned. The Stay Curious tuned. George soundtrack, actually. <laughs> <laughs> It's for children. <laughs> All right, guys. I don't know if you picked up on any themes so far, but uh, mm. we got one more round. Mm. One more round. This is actually that's the theme. An that's, Oscar award-winning group. Ooh. Okay. The Three Six Mafia. I don't know. If yeah, you know yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So we're moving back to the year 2000. This is off their album "When the Smoke Clears." The question is: a song on this track sampled either the Magnum PI theme, mm-hmm. the A Team theme. Or the MacGyver theme. A team. Sorry, kids. Let's go smoke a cigarette outside. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't even have to hear the joke. A team has been sampled a lot. It's like dun 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 dun. Um, that's been like a lot in um like uh dance hall music. We've talked how famously the Knight Rider theme has been sampled many times to like great effect. So it's wait. See, see the themes again. Magnum PI. Magnum PI. A team or MacGyver. Well, MacGyver's kind of like smoke 
theme. There's a lot of explosions and shit, right? It's just like dee doo doo dee doo doo dee doo. I don't know what the MacGyver thing. I think you're doing the Doogie Howser thing. That's right. How does the Magnum PI? It goes like this. I'll be there for you. I can't. I can't even tell you what the I know the MacGyver. It's like kind of cheese dicky, and I can't remember what the Magnum PI. I'm confusing it with the Hawaii Five O One. Mm-hmm. Which is the one with like the, all the bong, like the. That's uh, like, Hawaii Five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go A team because I can't remember these. How do you guys know all these old theme songs? Oh, man. oh, you haven't got to the. We have a supplementary podcast. It's all about TV things. <laughs> it's uh, behind the paywall for all the listeners out there. Bonus, bonus it's called behind the paywall. <laughs> I think I might it's go theme park. Magnum. That's a good. I'm gonna title. go Magnum. All right, like so we have hurt. one Magnum PI and two for 18. I'm going to go uh, MacGyver, just to we're be... Split it. We're just still enough. So one some, of us will one be right. Yeah. So somebody's going to win this game. <laughs> all right, guys. This is for all the marbles. Wait, I think the... Oh, yeah, sorry, Jeffrey. guys. The, uh, Jeffrey at the same time. <laughs> well, I was like, that doesn't know. sound good. We can just... Uh, that's a little audio snafu. Whoopsie-daisies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it sounded like a, something for a second. We all looked at each yeah. other and we're like... Nah. It's like ketchup. Bail, bail. Ketchup. Beat. These guys ruined it. All right. One more. <laughs> Let's try that reveal one more right. time. MacGyver. It is the MacGyver. Ah. Oh, Carolyn, yeah. Great job. I'd like to thank everyone who believed in me. Always follow your heart. Never, ever, 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 ever give up. Every time I present one of these games, I call these two dummies, and you finally came here to prove them right. Yeah. We are dummies. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm dumb, man, okay? I know I'm dumb, man. Um, has the Doogie Hauser song better... <laughs> Samples, you think? I'm sh- Get on that, Nick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bad right. engineer today. Thank, thank you for playing, everybody. Thank Good you. game, we, we, we gotta get back to the to the soundtrack. I do have a soundtrack. We get some good songs. The Cruel Intention soundtrack, mm. actually. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, this is track ten. This is Amy Mann with "You Could Make a Killing." This is a good one. Have to have it So you can make a killing You can make a killing So you can make a killing Thanks, Amy. This is actually, nice I think, the first time we've had her... This is our first man. Uh, we had her husband on the Godzilla soundtrack. That's right. Yeah. Well, Pleasure was all ours. That was a little dicey. I love Amy Mann. I think she's really cool. She's I hilarious. like her. It's funny. I heard this interview with her where she made fun of her own band, uh, Till Tuesday, her 80s band. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And I got pissed off because I liked Till Tuesday. <laughs> hey! Some like, of hey, us hey, loved it! What the right? fuck? <laughs> they were good. I mean, you. I mean, I don't know. It's good. It's a town hall. <laughs> <laughs> Railing. <laughs> Excuse yeah! me. I take issue with what you Stands just said. <laughs> but of course, she famously did a lot of the music for uh, Magnolia, mm-hmm. and that was like a big 
kind of like career revival for. I think she was good movie, for long Oscar movie, three hour movie. Went like three and a half, and they all sing to Amy Mann at the end of it. You know, yeah. <laughs> P. T. Anderson apologized on some podcast. He oh, was yeah, like, I know right. it's too long. All my movies are too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that. It's a great movie like though. That. Apologetic Artists podcast where you come on and just apologize for stuff you've done. Joel Schumacher apologized for uh, Batman and Robin. He was like, yeah, I missed the mark on that one. Sorry, world, for unleashing that monstrosity. That's bullshit because he was in pre-production for the next one. He was like, this is great. No, he was was loving it. And also Batman Forever is not much better. I'm still well, no. waiting for Maroon 5's apology for their entire career. Oh, God. <laughs> Peter Jackson Don't apologized. Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> Peter Jackson apologized for the Hobbit trilogy. What? In Did some of the special good features of the of the oh. extended edition <laughs> no. DVDs. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, we were really behind. Like, uh, Guillermo del Toro dropped out and we didn't have anything. And uh, I had to step in. Like we kept uh, running out of animals for uh, the main people to ride. <laughs> it's like, you know, this, we had a deer, we had a pig, a uh, yeah. dragon, uh, you know, could have come wolves, up with a wolf. We thought, could a hobbit ride a dwarf? And then we thought, no, let's just put them in barrels. It'll be fine. And then we said, fuck you, Tolkien. We took a shit on his grave. <laughs> We, I hate those we added uh, nine <laughs> chapters to the book. Yeah. Oh, so man, what if the so main boring. orc had like a salad tongue for a hand? <laughs> it, was, it was funny because it was like uh, the Twin Peaks episodes after David Lynch left, yeah. where it looks yes. the same and it's the same people and you're just like, why is this not good? <laughs> yes, that's such a weird phenomenon. Like I remember watching Twin Peaks for the first time and then like recently and yeah. then when not even realizing it and just being like these episodes aren't as good like, i'm gonna stop watching this and then yeah. realizing like, oh david lynch left and i also did that with uh west wing when sorkin oh, stopped writing in like Whoa. season four and i was just like i'm out fuck this mm-hmm. you can kind of tell you can tell on a lot of those shows when they're just like kind of grasping at straws or like turns out writing and directing is important <laughs> yeah who knew who <laughs> <laughs> fucking knew we, uh, it would be my dream to do the uh, 1977 uh, animated Hobbit soundtrack. Oh, God. Which is, please, it's, it's scored, but like... Please have me back on that <laughs> very formative movie. I'm actually busy so in, in so <laughs> Good, yeah, we don't need you anyway. <laughs> I'm still waiting on Sammy Hagar's apology for <laughs> ruining Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> and for Cabo Wabo. Yeah. <laughs> the giggling Marlin. <laughs> not driving 55 <laughs> i mean he couldn't. He couldn't. I, he couldn't he couldn't do it <laughs> you can't or you won't <laughs> the song doesn't work in germany they're like 55 <laughs> child's play uh, thanks amy yeah, thanks, thanks amy, amy. Thank thanks you, for amy. your efforts thanks for that good riff. you're great i'm gonna go home and listen to half of this album mm-hmm. <laughs> oh she was on portlandia she was a cameo yeah. On yeah she was she was their maid on yeah on portlandia amazing i she, love that show yeah. she hangs with all like comedians and stuff she's like well there was mm-hmm. she sounds cool there was like one like <laughs> bar awesome. slash venue in la luna it was yeah and it, and it was like music and comedy so it was amy mann and like uh 
John Bryan would play there a lot. Largo? Largo. No, Largo. Yeah, sorry. Like Largo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, the comedian. <laughs> and the guy from uh, the guy from Men at Work also. Cause he huh. was Colin like, Hayes? Yeah, Colin Hayes. Yeah. And so, yeah. Squirrely-eyed Colin Hayes. Yeah. And so it's a lot of like... And uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is married to Maya Rudolph. And mm. so you, there's like yep. this connection. So it's like everybody that's like... That's why... Paul Tompkins is in a bunch of like his movies. Yeah. PT. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's all about, man. A cool bar for everyone to hang out at. So awesome. So shout out to shout out to Rec Room. (laughs) Oh, the Rec what? Shout out to oh Reclamation. Reclamation. Rec Room was a other bar that closed down. I miss Rec Room. I miss Rec Room too. They had some great drag shows. They had those rice balls they would sell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, it's a good spot. Now there's a new uh, like arcade bar there across. A barcade? This is talking Bushwick. Uh, <laughs> tilts. I have so much to say about tilts. Oh, oh that's the spot? Yeah. This, this I think podcast it's a... is getting way too niche. <laughs> I think it's a front. Talking Bushwick. You guys oh. been to Catland? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people living in this neighborhood awesome don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> All right, Nick, have, what, what, uh, what do we got coming up after the Amy? Well, Catland also sells uh, <laughs> uh, like rare Aleister Crowley uh, prints for anyone out there. I need a cat's <laughs> rib bone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, track 11, this is Faithless making a return here on the podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, thank uh, God. With the Finally. track Addictive. I mean, you can't argue with this. I already talked about trip quintessential hip hop or trip hop. Trip hop. This is definitely like you know it's trip hop when the rapping is slightly British and really bad. I can. I want to just use my one card here to like let's just listen to this song all the way through. <laughs> We're allowed one track for a soundtrack. That's very important. <laughs> They have that track that we talked about called uh, God is a DJ. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's a popular hit up there. They were on the um, Lifeless Ordinary. They were on the Lifeless Ordinary. And there yeah. was, there was a, they had a song called Insomnia, but for some reason I knew really, really well, but I don't know exactly. It was like a big club hit. Mm-hmm. I'm, but like way too early for me to ever have been in a club. <laughs> There's a cover of God is a DJ on the Mean Girls soundtrack, which I would oh. also oh. come back for. Yeah. I'm, I'm just booking uh, the there Hobbit and me, the 1977 Hobbit, Hobbit. and you. Mean Girls. If yeah. we can't get Tina Fey, you're the second call. <laughs> okay. Pull up your iCal. Let's do this on mic. <laughs> okay. Let's book it. <laughs> That would be great. I, Cal. I think you mean Google Calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are somehow synced, and I don't know which is which. It's like, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, Anyways, thank you, Amy Mann. Thank you. Thank you, Amy Mann. Yeah, we say that after every track from the soundtrack. Thank you, Amy Mann. to thank Amy Mann. Amy Mann is a DJ. (laughs) (laughs) You guys know Abra Moore? I do not. <laughs> no, but I, I re-listened to this song earlier today, and I'm psyched for it. <laughs> this is uh, Amber Moore's Trip on Love, track 12. And it just
instrument got plugged in a little bit too late. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, God. Are we already playing? I <laughs> the little Have you seen the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Winona Ryder when uh, Stranger Things was winning like an Emmy or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yes. And David Harbour is giving a speech. She's like, she goes from like panic to like confusion. She's like mugging so hard, stealing the scene. Like, it's not about you, Winona. You're already famous. <laughs> Uh, there, I listen. I think later in this track, it gets like maybe not Bjorky, but there's some. <laughs> oh, it's definitely Bjorky. The vocals start going like haywire. They they, they get intense. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of uh, Annie. Do you guys know Annie? Yeah. Yes, heartbeat. Oh, not that. Not that. No, uh, <laughs> uh, chewing gum. Yeah, yeah, chewing gum. She's, she's like Swedish, Swedish I believe. No, she's Norwegian. Norse for sure. Maybe Norwegian. Do we have a taste of the, these crazy vocals somewhere in here? Ah. Uh, Oh, I, I think that's up for the the listeners can do their own okay, research. Okay. <laughs> Behind the paywall, full track. It gets a little squeaky. It gets a little squeaky. There's a lot of baby voice in the '90s. <laughs> I guess it was like there was this the schoolgirls and the plaid, yeah, schoolgirl wearing goo goo dolls. Goo goo, sexy baby. <laughs> Selma Bear. It's <laughs> my drag name. Oh, that's a really good drag Selma name. Selma Bear. That's nice. a good drag name. Oh, I can't. I can't say my drag name because it's also the password to all of our accounts. <laughs> oh. oh no! No one would know that. No one would know that. I love it. <laughs> if you if you want to break into our Gmail and just guess. <laughs> Oh, it's such a good one. I know. We should just say it. We'll change it, it really yeah. fast. Yeah, nobody change can know. Nobody can know. Get locked out of all our accounts. I'm not changing shit. I hate doing all uh, that. Man. It took we me so long. Twitter to nightmare hole for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at a restricted. <laughs> we signed up and immediately got banned. It's just like, what happened? We didn't do anything. Well, I posted a lot of alt right hate speech yeah, instantly, right. and then Chris I is really into QAnon, so it got a little dicey. <laughs> Uh, all right, what do we Wait, open? what? <laughs> <laughs> we want to open this? Can I, open? Okay. <sighs> I don't even know what a QAnon is. Oh, it's, well, it's QAnon. Is it Q- QAnon? Q-anon. I don't well, think it's QAnon. QAnon? But I don't know. I mean, it's actually, Q and it's not... QAnon. Let's not get into that. Yeah, <laughs> we don't well, Track 13 is uh, by a band called Bear Jr. If we're interested in that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bear Jr., Dinosaur Jr., Dale uh, Earnhardt Jr., Jr., Jr. Jr. Yeah. Danny Jr. DeVito Vito. <laughs> Danny DeVito Jr., Jr. <laughs> this is uh, Bear Jr. with You Blew Me Off. The song came out in the late '90s, and yeah, Black, Black Keys. Keys thought that <laughs> no one would remember. <clears throat> we remembered. Oh, Are you guys hating the, on Black, the Keys. Black Keys right now? Yeah. It's the exact Why? same. That's like the exact same song. I have a lot <laughs> to say about the Black Keys. Really? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about this off mic. I will. Uh, I should say a few things mic. about Bear Jr. before we get too far off track. Okay. I did see that he was nominated for a Grammy when he was like eight years old. What? Uh, what? Him, really? His father and him had recorded like oh, a with Shel his dad. Silverstein Doesn't count. thing. 
But it was oh. his vocals. And then he he's like gone on to play with Guided by Voices, I think, or a bunch of like uh, My Morning Jacket people. Like he's nice. apparently a bunch of the jackets. Cool. Man, man on the scene. That's awesome. Anyways, Black Keys back to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Maybe we should stay off mic about that. I heard they were completely original, Nick. <laughs> they just won't stop suing people. They like, they sue people. Yeah, they sue a lot of people. Really? Yeah. Huh. For um for the blues, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, for when their, you put it like that, for their totally original <laughs> sound a... and style, blues rock. Well, that's, that's kind of like a muddy waters. We're fucking coming for you. Musical tradition. <laughs> it's pretty actually. Awesome. There's a track in the soundtrack that's going to tie in directly with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Lawsuits in the blues. <laughs> I've, got, I've done some like music for commercials before, and the Black Keys were a hot band to uh, that I guess advertisers couldn't afford. Yeah, mm-hmm. they like, wanted people to sound like so they. Keys. That was always the scent. That was always yeah. the brief was make it sound like the Black Keys, but not too close. Look, it's the Hyundai Santa Fe. Okay, if we want, <laughs> it's got to be Black Keys. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. the best feeling they would as always an artist? Be like, <laughs> yeah. dude, make it like this person's yeah. sound. <laughs> but no matter, you know, they they would always get back to me and say, you know, it's it's far, it's as far enough away as we wanted it to be, but we're still afraid we're going to get sued, so we're not going to use it. <laughs> oh, so that's how, that's how crazy it was, yeah. But it's also like... Just think, relax the black keys. Stop suing people. That's that's my thing. I think it's very um, telling of their mindset is that they're on the offensive all the time because they're probably scared themselves because they know they're charlatans and they've and stolen they music from so everybody. Cool. Like, yeah. The music they're making, like people... It does. It helps like sponge companies sell their sponges. Like <laughs> you're not that cool. Yeah. I, so I, I they've don't... sold music to some companies. They have so yeah. many. Yeah. So that's not. I, I don't they sued the Home Depot. They I don't think we can like assume that, like uh, that. that the Black Keys are personally the ones in, like responsible for the copyright of their own. That's songs. a good point. That's true. Oh that's no, a good they point. are. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's the drummer he drums and he's a lawyer. He's a copyright lawyer. So that's like we're gonna start this blues band and we're gonna sue people. It's gonna be our thing. That's actually a good idea. It's like yeah, I could get great. a different drummer, but then who would do the legal work? Yeah. We hope you're happy, Black Keys. We hope you're happy. <laughs> we hope you're happy. We hope you're happy. Also, if you'd like to come on the podcast, uh, you'd, yeah. be, you'd be welcome. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Same goes for Coldplay. Come on sure anytime. Really, I'm sure they're really nice guys. I can't wait for the drummer of Blur to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, just bully everybody. Apologize. Yeah. Just, just takes like, he just kept. Are you happy? <laughs> are you happy? Are you happy? <laughs> It's close to his face. <laughs> Poor Nardwar. <laughs> oh, man. We've arrived at the last track, guys. Oh, you guys. It's been such a journey. It is, uh, it's bittersweet here at the last track. Oh. This, is, uh, this is the Verve with Bittersweet Symphony. Oh. Speaking of lawsuits, <laughs> this, this song has a great yeah. lawsuit. They got, really? They got their pantsuit off them because that uh, the background is a sample from an orchestral reimagining of a Rolling Stones song. Huh. Um, and so the Rolling Stones sued them. Sure. Even though they're not the ones that are like playing anything. And they... That was like, the Andrew Oldham Orchestra. Yeah. 
And this, I should say, this doesn't really sound like the last time that much, but like the Rolling Stones song. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like a cover of the, the, and the, the Rolling last time Stones Stone song, like, but it doesn't They even... owe like, <laughs> they're like their early success to completely ripping off every blues song they ever heard. But now right. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are co-writers of the... Oh, yeah, they took all of the, the Verve money. song. They took yeah. all of that money. <laughs> the Verve did not get anything it's from insane. that. Golly. It's insane, dude. I'm so, I'm so glad there's so much, like, love and unity in the music community. <laughs> and again, I should... Everyone I mean, steals. That's the idea the thing. that it's the Rolling like, Stones in the 90s were in it. charge of their own copyright. It's like, they had a team. It's like, labels own stuff. Because that's like an even early Stones recording. That's not mm. like a... Yeah, that was when they were doing those, like, TV appearances. Have yeah. you guys read uh, Life? No, I really want to, though. It's I heard it's amazing. Great. Wait, what is it's Life? It's great. It's Keith Richards. Yeah, it's like Keith Richards' book. Uh, Quote-unquote uh, autobiography or biography. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's so amazing as a as a being sold as nonfiction because there's so many times when he directly contradicts himself in it. Yeah. But I love that book. I highly recommend it. It's just a drug adult skeleton. <laughs> Does he talk about blood transfusions? Is that the secret to staying Maybe. alive? I've heard that that's what he does. Maybe. Yeah. I imagine him as some sort of Zoltar machine that like you feed drugs into and he like tells a story about rock. <laughs> there was an interview with him. You wake up as an old man. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. Jesus. There was an interview with roadie. him where uh, he was like he was like laying it out. He's like, no, that what you gotta do is you don't do too much heroin. You do like just a little and it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like Nobody ever thought of that. Well, he was Don't also do saying, too much heroin. <laughs> right, right. And, and just do the best quality, yeah. the highest quality drugs. Yeah, ideally, of course. Yeah. Easy, easy to find in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me your most cut cocaine. <laughs> oh, it's like a drug dealer's like, oh, you want the goods? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, sure. Give me that back. Give me that back. Yeah. Um, First of all, I don't want to do too much. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to do stuff that's really, really good. Yeah. I don't want to backtrack, but I did just find a Black Keys article. <laughs> this is Spin Magazine, January 23rd of 2013. The headline is, The Black Keys Sue More People for Soundjacking Their Signature Tunes. Yeah. It's just insane. Dude, I'm wow. you, it's like Lance Armstrong like going on the offensive <laughs> for people that like call him out on doing steroids. You know what I mean? And this like, is, I'm going to sue you because he's... Secretly guilty himself. This is Vegas. Vegas <laughs> casino developer allegedly copied Howlin' for you. From the- <laughs> oh my God, oh man! Just leave the Vegas. No one's got a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy. So anyways, I don't want to derail there. <laughs> I do have a confession to make, you guys. How many Black Keys concerts have you been to? <laughs> uh, oh, I've been to one. You have? Yeah. How was it? Uh, well, it was outdoor in Central Park. And mm-hmm. I was more into the opening band and the crowd. First of all, like during the opening band, everybody <laughs> that was so much fun. Everybody was just talking and like not facing the stage and like texting and stuff while the opening band was playing. I was like, well, yeah. okay. Well, Sounds like a Black Keys. opening band, like that's it. And then the Black Keys came on and people were still facing away from the stage because it oh. was just a terrible crowd. Oh, you're like, why are you even here? Yeah, it's yeah. like a worse crowd. I and mean, it, that checks out for like an open air concert in New York City. People are like, fuck you. We they're there for like the Roberta's pizza stand. It was really <laughs> yeah. And like, so there was literally like three girls in front of me that would never look at the stage and they're constantly on their phones and i was like okay well maybe their boyfriend's really into black keys whatever the concert ends wow. and they look up and they're like that was one of the best concerts i've ever seen 
Month. What? Oh my god. <laughs> god. Oh, oh, Jesus. They get the gram and go. It was it was really weird. That's uh that's what's really like yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just like acting like you had a good time. That's, I'm oh, such an old oh. fogey. I should say way. for the record that the guys were terrible too, but they were looking at the stage. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. Um, <laughs> no, even that. My, uh, my buddy Marshall, who you guys know, uh, Marshall Newman. Yeah. Um, he was telling me a great story about when he saw Weezer and there was like this, you know, I hate to use the term, well, fuck it, neckbeardy guy. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, I work in an office of all nerds, and the, that term gets thrown about a lot. And there are, like, from guys with full beards on their necks <laughs> who just talked Only about playing Dark Souls all night. They're like, yeah, fucking neckbeards. I know. <laughs> So this guy's next to Marshall at the concert, and the guy's like, it's it's Weezer, uh, and he's like, Hashpipe! <laughs> no! Play Hashpipe! No! And then, like, you know, they go through a lot of the other Weezer songs, and then they play Hashpipe, and he's, like, singing along the whole song, and the song ends, and he just fucking walks out. <laughs> I needed that! I needed that! Oh Play Hashpipe! Oh my god. Nice. Bye. <laughs> mm. I love it. I'm, is it weird to say I'm jealous of like somebody yes. that knows what they want that <laughs> yeah. bad? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, got it. Get the car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honey, get my coat. <laughs> the coach. Yeah. Let's beat the barking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think it might be time to actually review this album. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay, so uh, we review the album at a, oh, from zero to fifteen stars. Okay, it started as an ill-advised joke. Decimal points included. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, it was a reference to how like ridiculous like Pitchfork reviews are in the decimal points. Yes, and now we're stuck two. with it. Right. Yeah. Did they use like an actual uh, scoring system to get those scores? Yes. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> There's, apparently, it's like a, a, an average of all the reviewers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's like an aggregate. An yeah, aggregate. Yeah. But I, I don't think it, it was it originally. It didn't start that way. <laughs> it didn't start that way. There were people who were giving out like 4.3s. <laughs> then when Condé really? Nast swooped yeah. in, they were like, decimal points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Chris, do you want to lead off? Sure. <laughs> uh, out of I'll 15... go first if you want. Yeah, go for it. Okay, yeah, Nick, yeah, Nick's gonna. You, go first. You have more to say. I don't. Know. I don't want to end. Up, I don't want to go last because I feel like I liked it the least. Uh, out of fifteen stars in the sky, I would give this album a a twelve point four. Very I think fair. it's solid. I love this soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's great. And just having watched the movie too for the first time, it, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's very singular. It's dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is dark. It's dark. dark. For I like, like it. a. That was so it was so appealing. Like, yeah. yeah, as a young person, you're just like, oh yeah, so drama. Dark. I have got I've got darkness in me too. Yeah, yeah. and I want to fuck everybody in this movie, <laughs> mostly Christine Bransky. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Done. Deal. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I would give this like a like a nine point three. Okay. I wow. Fighting words, Caleb. Just can't get him above the funny a ten. Thing is that, it's never gonna happen. Some of the biggest songs on here, like the Verve and the Fatboy Slim song, they came out at a time where I heard them so much so, uh, and like flipped on it so quickly mm-hmm. and can't hear them ever. It's like the thing where you like 
uh, like smoke a, a carton of cigarettes, I can never look at a cigarette again. Yeah. Like that, I can never hear the verve. I, I will say, the, out of every... still smoke cigarettes, <laughs> <laughs> love them. Yeah, that sounds good career to me. smoker. <laughs> out of every song that like got a ton of airplay. Two of them are on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Bittersweet Symphony, I, I remember as like a middle schooler being like, Jesus Christ, like, turn it off. And then the Fat Boy Slim song, too. Like, yeah. I, I mm. heard it, it was ubiquitous. I heard it everywhere. Which we, I mean, I probably shouldn't hold against the sound, but it, but it, it is what it is. But I will say, no covers, which is rare mm-hmm. for a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. No, like, period songs. These are all, like, songs that, that these are contemporaneous mm-hmm. songs to the soundtrack. And not a bunch of, not too many stinkers. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a pretty good review. I've given it's a pretty a, good. You a sure you don't want to change your score? It's not as high as a 12.4. <laughs> Come on up here, Kayla. The air is nice up here, dude. It's warm up here. Carolyn, you want to give it a... Uh, yeah, she doesn't have to review her own. Oh, she can. Yeah. No, no, I want she to. I want to. to. I think... I think I'm going to give this soundtrack a 12. Okay. Solid 12, because decimal points are stupid from <laughs> a scale of 1 to 15. Wow. But respect. Uh, for, the ho- okay. for the 1977 um, uh, uh, Hobbit, I will probably use decimal points. 15.100. Repeating. I would give this soundtrack a higher score, but I... There are some songs on this that I would skip. There are some songs that I would listen to twice in a row, mm-hmm. but I would I would skip. The baby sexy baby voice. <laughs> I would probably skip that one. Yeah. But I will That's listen to score, Colorblind and cry and masturbate all day long. Yeah. <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> on repeat. Uh, in lieu of reviewing this soundtrack, I'm here to confess to all of you that this whole podcast has been a bet um that someone said i could have sex with them my step my stepsister said i could have sex with them if i started a podcast with you and then left the podcast suddenly um so no, just ah, <laughs> we just did, we all just got cruel intentions. Yeah, by you got cruel intention, oh. dude. We didn't even get a swim in your amazing pool. The effort <laughs> far exceeded any of the motives. <laughs> like, there's no reason why anyone should be doing any of it. You do you do have to review the album? Though. Yeah, no, uh, 13.2. 13.2. Okay, right, right. Because the vibe was great. I, uh, and I actually, you know, I think I could put this soundtrack on start to finish and not have to. Skip too many songs. Uh, fits very well with the movie. Uh, my bit didn't go as good as I planned it, <laughs> so maybe I should have written that out. So maybe I'd give it a twelve point four. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't kind of finish. Sure. All right. Well, now there were some, like, some lines uh, I would have skipped, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> We've wrapped up the soundtrack, so uh, in honor of Cruel Intentions, our, our weekly recommendation to add to the track listing Spotify playlist is actually, the theme is uh, mean songs. Mm-hmm. Cruel songs. Cruel. Songs that are mean. Songs that are mean? Mean songs. Mean songs. <laughs> mean songs. It's not mean songs with by mean Taylor words. Swift. <laughs> yeah, it's real meanies. <laughs> Hey, Mick, what is, your, what is your meanie this week? Uh, I got a real meanie here. This is uh, Harry Nilsson. 
Ah. Oh, I almost picked this one. Oh. Really? Bump of a well, son I'm glad of, you son of I, Well, I had a backup. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, Caleb might actually pick this one. <laughs> uh, this is You're Breaking My Heart. Oh. You're breaking my heart. You turn it apart, so fuck you. Whoa. <laughs> Raunchy. Love everything Harry Nielsen's ever made. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. This was the so after his huge success of Nielsen's Nielsen, like the album that plays like a greatest hits of Harry Nielsen. There'd be no Beatles without Harry Nielsen. Uh, he uh, he followed it up with this. Like the label's like, give us our another, and it's like, you can't play this on the radio. <laughs> it was just him like fucking with uh, with label executives. It's pretty good. Like a, a forget you. Uh, <laughs> oh, like a CeeLo. Like a CeeLo. Oh, boy. In the comments. disgraced star. <laughs> <laughs> fallen. Someone in the comments said that that's the perfect wedding song. Oh, jakes. Someone recently divorced said this is the perfect wedding song. Yeah. Best lyrics ever. I love this song. <laughs> is that a kazoo? <laughs> Nielsen was a genius. <laughs> This is all just like broken men commenting on this. Caution. Oh, that's most of the comments in the world. Chris. Oh, oh god! Not even online, just like all comments. Yeah. Oh, it was in uh, Girls on uh, HBO. Oh, like that. very yeah. cool. Very Another cool. disgraced celebrity. <laughs> oh. All right, I thought about picking that. It's funny when I was going through my my like uh, music collection, trying to think of mean songs. I realized that. All songs, even songs written by people that we know are very mean, mm-hmm. they mm. always position themselves as like victims or like it's always like sweet. Like the the, the narrator is always like pretty sweet. Yeah, you're always the hero of your yeah. own story, even the in hero Creed, or the victim. You're like, like so yeah. much on his side. Yeah. Uh, except for hip hop, so I almost went with like I got into like thinking about diss tracks, but I just knew that if I was gonna recommend a diss track, then I would start. Like explaining the most famous diss track that everybody knows about that I know a little bit about, yeah. and that would be depressing. So uh, <laughs> I actually went back the other way with uh, Big Mama Thornton. This is the original Ooh. recording of Hound Dog. Nice. Oh nice. shit. We've talked about that. Which Good choice. Uh, Elvis ended up making famous, but his version he changed the lyrics so it's actually about a dog, <laughs> which yeah. doesn't make any sense. Where her song, it's like so perfect because it's about like he's just she's singing about a fuckboy. Yeah. I about... heard the Black Keys sued her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ongoing litigation. We also sued that one guy that sold his soul to the devil to sing a few blues songs. Robert so Johnson. Is, uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. This is Big Mama Thornton from 1952. Here we go. You ain't nothing but a Yeah, it worked, Thornton. There's a comment here that I think the Black Keys should take to heart. <laughs> that says credit needs to be given where it's due. Yeah, there you go. I was. She didn't write the song. It was written by a songwriting duo, yeah. and so uh, Big Mama Elvis, Elvis like recorded it not that long after. But her yeah. version is a lot better. 
I mean, Elvis yeah. Elvis caught a, a ton of shit uh, the day after. I guess he was on. What did he premiere? It was on Ed Sullivan. Oh yeah. They were like, yeah, he didn't write that song. He's a thief, and he sucks, and like, he's gonna corrupt our youth, and like, there's like a like, bunch of dudes with like skinny black ties and typewriters, like, yeah, we gotta get this guy off the air. Yeah, Such right. a crazy time, and you could just go in and like cut an album in one day, and right. then get it out on every radio station yeah. Yeah. right after. Wild, pretty insane. Big Mama Thornton's story is kind of tragic too. I mean, she's uh, she was like ridiculed for because she was like a big not very attractive lady and that's like why she didn't become famous <laughs> but, dude her voice is out of control and the like instrumentation on there it holds up so much better than the elvis version mm-hmm. and like i yeah. i'm not a huge elvis fan but like the later stuff there's some that i really really like but i feel like his early kind of like i don't know the breakout pop stuff is like pretty cheesy I just like his karate career. Yeah. <laughs> his martial arts career. He scared his backup dancers. I love yeah. the way his face, his face used to just sweat yeah. in live shows. <laughs> All right, Chris, yeah. do you have a do you have a pick? Yeah, I did a, a the Mountain Goat song, "No Children." Uh, from two thousand two, and it's you know it basically like if you ever meet uh, what I what I believe the song to be about is like when you see that horrible barfly couple or like whatever <laughs> and it's like jesus christ <laughs> they are so miserable they deserve each other but like hey good on them for like having each other but like the the only i think the uh, like the only benefit is that they have no children <laughs> so, <laughs> yikes spite sure like i hope it stays dark forever i hope the worst isn't over I hope I never get sober <laughs> And I hope when you think of me years down the line You can't find one good thing to say And I'd hope that if I found the strength to walk out Joe M says this song simultaneously makes me want to kill myself And have the strength to continue Yeah, it's Wow It's one of the bleaker songs out there But there's something sort of inspirational about it I think this is wins for the meanest song <laughs> <laughs> That is I Please. hope you die. I hope we both die. <laughs> Someone yeah. also says in the I comments, ho- "Why did you marry Dad?" <laughs> I it. hope, like the sentiment of "I hope that years down the line you have nothing good to say about me" is <laughs> dark. Yeah. Uh, listen to that song. It's it's about as dark as it gets. As far as like, uh, I don't know. Uh, mountain goats. I guess it's just one guy. I think for the it's most mostly, part, mainly one guy. Mainly one guy mountain but, goat. Um, He's just a mountain he's a lonely goat. mountain goat uh, <laughs> telling riddles under a bridge. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I did. Uh, Why did fairly... your mother marry your father? <laughs> <laughs> That's a riddle for me. <laughs> so now riddle. listen to my song. <laughs> I killed the I killed the troll who used to live under this bridge because he threw himself off because he was so depressed by my singing. Yeah, play banjo with me. <laughs> I went through a big mountain goats phase like yeah. ten years ago. I think they're good. There's, there's one. Album that's really, really, really good. I have a uh, not a not a mountain goats fan. <laughs> it's a lot I'm of that. Not so. gonna. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. not. Also, all, everything I heard in that song is just like that. It. <laughs> it's uh, that's pretty toxic. It's like, yeah. pretty, like you're presenting zero solutions. <laughs> you're planting the wrong seed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're planting yeah. the wrong seed. 
just you've given up hope, and that's not super helpful to me. <laughs> well, just go to Florida and look at, uh, go to your nearest sports lounge, and just see. Write that this song. Couple. Just go try to write an uplifting song in that bar. Just go to Florida. He sounds like a Terrence and Philip. <laughs> he really does. Oh man. All right, uh, do you have a pick for us? Yeah, my, um, I'm not sure what year it's from, maybe 2017? My mean song is uh, Drew Barrymore by SZA, which (laughs) is the, the, it's really just the first part of the song. Like, I get that she's um, jealous and it's like hard seeing someone that you care about with somebody else, but I always just thought like, this is so mean. Like, that other girl has feelings, and now let's hear it. Is over. You came with your new friends and her mom jeans and her new friends and she's perfect and I hate it. Oh, so glad you made it. I'm so glad you could come back. Somebody get the tacos. Somebody spark the blood. Let's start the narcos off at episode one. Bring the gin the she's just like, she's like, oh, it's so nice to see you. But you can, yeah. that feeling where you're like, you can tell that other person's not really into you, but they're happy to have you, but not really. And then she's just like, fuck it, I've got friends, we're gonna get high and watch Narcos. Like, that's cool. She, uh, she was playing, I was working in, uh, I guess it was Lower East Side, and I worked right next to the venue, The Box, and she, this is like last summer, she was playing, uh, like an industry show at The Box, which was, cool. you know, The Box is maybe 300 people maybe not even that yeah and uh so i got there and there were some people like kind of milling around outside in the morning and i was like what's going on and kind of oh it's you know she's having this like free show for industry people and then i guess she like tweeted out that she was playing a free show in new york city oops and thousands of teenagers just show up whoa and like cars can't get through and there's police helicopters everywhere and like everything gets canceled she i don't think she even played or maybe i mean none of these kids got in it was just a complete mess. That's crazy. That's also an awesome way as a performer. She's just like, I don't really want to do this show. <laughs> like, Let me like blow up my own spot. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it was like because you can get a lot of headlines if uh, the post is like, oh, guess what? Like the Lower East Side, nobody can drive. She's like, Shut remember down. that one time the Beatles played a concert on the roof? <laughs> what if I did that? <laughs> but at the box. And I don't play a concert. <laughs> Port Authority had to intervene <laughs> on a SZA concert. <laughs> we should do a soundtrack from one of those uh, Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movies. Where Adam yeah. Sandler gets Drew Barrymore. Aren't there like 10 of those movies? There's a well, the, 50 the Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer. first Date. The Wedding Singer. I think that's it. But no, there's another one. There's, there's like a, a lot vacation of movies where he gets Drew Barrymore. <laughs> 50 First Dates is a vacation one, right? No, there's one where... Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I think they, they like go to a vacation to like Africa together or something. Oh. Later. I haven't seen that. Like nobody did. <laughs> Listeners, write, write in. in. Have you seen them? <laughs> Please help. Let us know. <laughs> oh, it, Carolyn, you got any uh, plugs for us? Oh yeah. yeah. Plugs, well, plugs, first, plugs. I'm gonna plug this show, guys. Thanks for having me on. It was thanks for so coming. Fun. Yeah. Technically, everybody who's listening to this already knows about the show. <laughs> Yeah, and I want them to tell their friends and family oh, thank you. and coworkers. Don't stop um, our plug. Great pick, by the way. Yeah, great thank pick. you. Hey, Love the pick. pick. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm so happy to talk about this movie and this music. 
never forget. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my plugs, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jacuzzi Tubs or just search Carolyn Page, uh, like a book page. That's probably easier. But you can catch me in a bunch of super fun shows on dropout.tv, which is College Humor's new streaming service that you can get a free week trial, which is super cool. And there's like hilarious. I do We do like a, a show called Table Pop where we take pop culture properties that should not be role-playing games and turn them into D&D style games. We've done like Friends and Spongebob and The Office and it's super weird. We just did Twilight that went super off the rails and it was a blast. It was so fun. Um, You can check that out. You can also follow me. I have a podcast that's an audiobook if you're into um, deep fantasy lore that has to do with Magic the Gathering. You can check that out at MTG with CP on uh m on m tunes itunes or soundcloud or wherever amazing oh yeah thank you so much for coming thanks Thanks, guys a lot of these soundtracks that we do have a lot of great songs that aren't in the movie (laughs) i'm done (laughs) this is a song that did not make it to the soundtrack uh for mostly financial reasons yeah (laughs) this is the cardigans with love fool Slow clap. Thanks, Carolyn. We love you. Thanks, guys. Love you too. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.